A very pleasant good morning to you from wherever you are in this world. Thank you so much for joining the Citadel Incorporated. This is Dr. Floyd Antonio and I'm going to invite you to take a moment and um, reach out to a friend or a neighbor so we'll tell them that in case they are tied up at this very moment they could always tune in and uh, tap into the program later on. I'm so excited myself and the other members, officers, leaders welcome again to what I know will be a blessed and inspiring session today. Thank you so much for joining us. Honey? Okay, this morning we're going to read um, from Dr. Floyd Antonio's book, The Direct Talk. Direct Talk um, talks about enhancing your life and changing your stories with the Psalms. It's filled with true stories and you can always find this on um, Amazon under Dr. Floyd Antonio. But we're going to be reading this morning from page 80 which, which talks about um, the truths that we can find in the Psalms from 42 all the way to Psalm 72. But we're just going to read a few of the Bible truths that we can find in these Psalms. Sometimes you will have to command yourself to do the correct thing, which is to praise God. When there is turmoil within, tell your soul to hope in God. Call out to God even when the enemy wants you to feel as if God has gone to sleep or has forgotten you. You are royalty with an open invitation to communicate with the King of Kings. If God is your refuge, there is no need to fear in times of trouble. Let God be highly exalted. Let us praise God and meditate on His unfailing love. And this is what uh, all the Psalms from Psalms 42 to Psalms 72 is all about. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Let us begin with a word of prayer and uh, um, invite someone to listen in as well this morning because it's a time when people need to be encouraged. People need to be understand that their strength, the true strength, sure strength comes from God. So Father God, we just want to thank you. We praise you for this morning. Indeed, we're still declaring that this is the day that the Lord has made. And that we're going to rejoice today and be glad in it. We understand that we can be glad because, Lord, you hold this world in the palm of your hand. You created it, oh Lord. We learn in Genesis, oh Father Lord, that when you made this world, you saw that it is very good so no matter what oh god when the enemy tries to come in we know that like a flood you're gonna lift up a standard against him so we join with people all over the world this morning and we just come against your lord god every sickness every virus dear father lord we come against oh god every troubled spirit oh lord those who oh father want to be downpressed and or depressed oh father we come against those spirit in the name of jesus we declare that the joy of the lord is our strength today the joy of the lord is our strength father lord we just declare that this morning oh father lord we're going to worship and praise your name we're going to be like paul and silas as the Bible tells us the story, when they were in prison, they were chained, 
But as they began to praise the Lord, miraculously those chains were broken and they were able to walk out of prison. So we're saying today, oh Father, Lord God, whatever prison, dear Lord God, that anyone is in that they're listening to, as we begin to praise you, as we begin to declare your word, oh Father, we just know that chains will be broken, oh Father. Prison doors will be open today, oh God, and people will walk out free, oh, free from depression, oh Father, Lord God, free from lack, free from worrying, oh Father, Lord God, free, oh Father, Lord God, from entertaining what the world thinks, oh Father, Lord, and dear Lord God, that we will latch onto the Word of God, which is what is going to free us. So Lord, we just thank you, we praise you, we give this day to you, we give our lives to you, we give our circumstances and situations, we place them in your hands, oh Father, and we ask to take control in Jesus mighty name. Amen. This morning I want to share some thoughts with you and I pray that you will be blessed as I've been blessed just meditating on it. And so whether you are in the islands of the sea such as Jamaica and I know there are listeners there who are tuned in right now or you're in any of these United States of America, whether you are in Europe, Australia, Africa, wherever you are, there is a simple message that I seek to share with you today. From the Citadel Incorporated, this is a message that we seek to share with you today. I have been able to spend some time outside for the last few days at home of course but I had an interesting experience yesterday I took a hose and I tried to spray some debris from a particular piece of material with which I was working the thing couldn't come off I would spew 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 but power was there but not enough to get the debris of that surface. So I came up with this idea. I suddenly remembered it. So I went into the garage and I took out a, an electric power washer. And what I did, I took the nozzle from the hose, screwed it into the back of that power washer so that power from the water was going to go into that. But nothing happened when I pressed the nozzle. Then I remembered something. So I took the power cord from the machine, plugged it into the electrical surface on the outside. Then I turned the switch. And all of a sudden what you have is and the debris from that surface started coming off. Pretty soon the entire surface was as white as snow. Why do I share that with you? I, I, I share that with you because if I were to give a topic or a theme to the message that I have for you today, it would be this. Power boost. Power boost. You see the power from the water in the hose before? It was there. But it was just not enough to do what I want, wanted to do. But when I boost the system, with that power washer, that electrical system, it supercharged the power and the job was done. 
I say this because I want to share some things with you. If you are a kingdom citizen, if you are a believer, if you are a real Christ follower, I am not even using the term Christian because these days so many people are Christians and not many people living the life. So, if you are a citizen of the kingdom of God, if you subscribe to the teaching from this book, the good old book, then I want to share some things with you about power boost. And if you're not a Christ follower, if you're not a believer, if you're not yet a kingdom citizen, it doesn't mean that this message is not for you. Stay tuned and you will find that this message is even more so for you, wherever you are. In the passage that was so, so ably read earlier, you notice the hatching of a plot to destroy a people. At that time, that people were, was the descendants of you know, Abraham, the Israelites. I am not going to get, don't leave me yet. Don't leave, stay with me. I have some things I want to share with you. We are in tough, challenging times. And as you are listening, if you can reach in your cupboard or into your kitchen and you can get a bottle of preferably olive oil or some other type of oil if you're a faith believer have it handy because the lord has given me some instruction which i will pass on to you before this message is over but i want to talk about power boost you see we are praying everybody's been praying and god answers prayer huh if my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways then i will hear from heaven and i will heal their land he says that so it's good to pray many people are praying let me see your hand if, oh i can't see your hand but if you're praying raise the hand and it's good to pray nothing is wrong with praying but sometimes you're praying, you're praying, you're praying, and it seems as if nothing is happening. I challenge you that that is the time you need power boost. And I'm gonna tell you power boost. I'm gonna tell you what it is, and then I'm gonna tell you maybe 10 quick benefits of employing the power boost. This is what the power boost is. The power boost is fasting, fasting. That is why prayer and fasting go hand in hand. And with the time that we have this morning, I am satisfied that I will not be able to complete this message, but we will get it to a point. And the next time, next week, God willing, we will finish it. Because it's not about giving you a lot of information, but it's to give you so that you can, uh, it can be palatable and you can employ it. So the power boost straight off the bat is fasting. And for those of you who don't know fasting is just simply uh, depriving yourself of something that you think is important and good in order to get spiritual awareness going and to get the power of God closer in your midst there are different types of fasting I'm not going to go into that but for us today we are thinking of staying away from food if you are doing an extended fast you can do without food for 40 days but there is the deep fast, the complete fast, where you neither have food nor water. Choose whichever of these, but that's the kind of fast I'm thinking of. So here in this case, there was this beautiful lady, and by the way, the book of Esther is one of my favorite books in the Bible. You can read it in one sitting. It's very exciting. 
It does mention God in it, but uh, it's a powerful book and a wonderful story. So, it has to do with Esther. It has to do with her uncle or maybe her cousin, depending on how you read the scripture. But times were hard. And this Mordecai did not want to reveal the identity of Esther. So after the first recorded beauty pageant, Esther was promoted and incorporated into the palace as a queen. She succeeded Vashti, who allegedly disobeyed the request of her husband. So at that time, there was this terrible, wicked, conniving fellow who insisted that these people should bow, including Mordecai, who stationed himself outside the palace. And in that position, he heard about a plot to destroy Esther's people. Is there anybody setting a trap, putting together a plot to destroy you? To destroy your livelihood, to destroy your life, to destroy your nation, your country, your tribe, your kinsmen. Is there somebody? This message will help you. But she was queen. And I remember Mordecai, her uncle slash cousin, said to her, listen, don't think that because you're in the palace, you're going to be excluded from the calamity that is coming. Perhaps the God above has placed you in your position for such a time as this. Where you are, could it be that you are there for such a time as this? So what did Esther do? She called a fast. And if you look in the fourth chapter of Esther, that is where Mordecai made his statement, you got to do it because maybe God has sent you for such a time as this. Call the fast, she said. You have to remember that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but are mighty through God to the pulling down of stronghold. And I'm quoting 2 Corinthians 10 verse 4 for those of you who like to know the text. But for us this morning, in chapter 4 verse 3 of Esther, you will see where in every province to which the edict of the king came, there was great mourning because it was a plot to eradicate Esther's people. And they started fasting, weeping and wailing. Many lay in sackcloth and ashes. But that wasn't enough. The call of fasting was taken up in the royal assembly, the palace, because Esther was queen. And so she sent her response via one of her servants to the man at the gate, Mordecai. Say, go, gather all the Jews who are in Susa and fast for me. Do not eat or drink for three days, night or day. I and my attendants, that's the queen speaking, we will fast as you do. When this is done, I will go to the king, even though it is against the law to do so. It is 
against the Lord to do so. And in verses 15 and 16, it ends like this. Esther says, I'm going to do this thing. And if I perish, I perish. Sometimes you have to give up all that you think you have in order to gain something that you cannot lose. Fasting. So now I'm going to tell you some benefits of fasting. And there, there are two angles from which you can look at benefits. You can look at it from the physical point and you can look at it from the spiritual. I am going to share it, the spiritual, the empowering part today. Another time we'll talk about physical benefits, huh? But today, stay with me. I'm going to give you 10 things. Number one, when you fast, your presence become pleasurable. When you fast, your presence become pleasurable. People just like to have you in their presence. They will welcome you, come on in, when you fast. And that includes even perhaps your enemies too. You don't believe me? In the fifth book, in the fifth chapter of the book of Esther, verse 2, we will see that when the fasting was over, Esther walked in. And when the king saw Queen Esther standing in the court, he was pleased with her. And he extended the golden scepter that was in his hand. Come, my dear. You need to understand that in those days, the king was supreme. He could have extended the other hand and with just one wave, although she was queen, it could be the end of her. Her head could roll. But no, when you fast, your presence becomes pleasurable. That's number one. Number two, when you fast, you find favor not only with God, but with man. You, you, you see, man will want to give you even before you make your request. And if you look at verse 3 of chapter 5 of the book of Esther, you will note that the king asked, what is it, Esther? What, what is your request? What do you want? Even up to a half of my kingdom, I will give you. See, when you fast, people will want to give to you even before you make your request. Mm -hmm. So, the third thing is that when you fast, you can invite even your enemy to dinner and he or she will hasten. When you fast, you get this power. You can invite even your enemy to dinner and he or she will run to come to dinner. Verse 5 of Esther chapter 5 and the fifth verse tells us that you hear the statement, bring Haman at once. It, Haman was the plot hatcher. He was the conniving one. But the king said, bring Haman at once so that we may do what Esther the queen asks. See what I mean? So the king and Haman went to the banquet that Esther had prepared. See that? See that? Haman the enemy, king the king. She hasn't made any request, but they run. When you fast, you can invite even your enemy to dinner and he or she will hasten to come. So the first thing I said to you is that your presence is pleasurable when you fast. When you fast, you find favor with both God and man. 
When you fast, you can invite your enemy to dinner and he or she will come. The fourth thing I need to share with you very quickly this morning, stay with me. When you fast, you learn high-level diplomacy. Diplomacy at a higher level. You learn to strategize when you fast because the Holy Spirit gives you instruction. So watch this. When you look at verses 7 and 8 of chapter 5, the book of Esther, as they were dining, <laughs> as they were drinking wine, the king asked Esther. <laughs> now, what is your petition? It will be given to you. And what is your request? Even up to a half of my kingdom. I will give it to you. It will be granted. Esther replied, watch her carefully. My petition and my request is this. If the king, if you regard me with favor, if you think favorably of me, if you think of me with pleasure, O king, grant that my petition be fulfilled. Grant me my request. Let the king and Amon come tomorrow to the banquet. I will prepare for them. Then I will answer the king's question. Now it were you and I, Maybe some people, they would run, oh, I, I want this, I want that. But no, it's a higher level of diplomacy at work there. When you fast, number six, when you fast, God in his mercy will send someone close to your enemy to issue a warning. When you fast, those who set themselves up as your enemy, God will send someone to issue a warning with them. I am choosing my supportive argument here from the book of Esther. And I'm telling you that when you fast, you not only learn high level strategy, but when you fast, God works for you while you're sleeping. Look at verses 1 to 10 when you get the time of the next chapter. That's chapter 6 of the book of Esther. We don't have time to read it, but I quote very quickly. That night the king could not sleep. See, God is at work. So he ordered the book of the Chronicles, the record of his reign, to be brought in and read to him. It was found recorded that there, that Mordecai had exposed Bithan and Teresh earlier on in a plot to destroy the king. Two of the king's officers who guarded the doorway, they had conspired to assassinate King Xerxes. So, what honor, what recognition has Mordecai received for this? This was the Mordecai who was at the gate pacing to and fro. This was the Mordecai who was a member of Esther's clan. This was the Mordecai who was interfacing messages between the queen's court and the people who were supposed to be destroyed. The king asked and the answer he got, nothing has been done. His attendant answered. Remember now, when you fast, God works for you while you sleep. Huh? Here's the next one. When you fast, your enemies will plan your appreciation celebration and erroneously think that they are planning one for themselves. Let me repeat. When you fast, God will cause your enemies to plan a big celebration for you thinking that they are planning that celebration for themselves. You see, enemies are usually selfish people. They think only of themselves. But why do I make that statement? Stay with me. 
in verses 12 and 13, we read about the request for the, for the goods, the good person who had foiled the plot earlier. But look at verses 6 to 9 when you get a chance after this broadcast is over. <laughs> when Haman entered the king, asked him, What should be done for the man the king delights to honor? Now Haman thought to himself, Who is there that the king would rather honor than me? See what I tell you? Who other than me? So he answered the king, For the man the king delights to honor, have them bring a royal robe the king has worn and a horse the king has ridden and with a royal crest placed on his head then let the robe and the horse be entrusted to one of the king's most noble princes let them robe the man the king delights to honor and lead him on the horse through the city streets proclaiming before him this is what is done for the man the king delights to honor. Verses 6 to 9 of chapter 6 of the book of Esther. That royal celebration. The king is honoring somebody. Haman is thinking that the celebration is for him. So he's planning it with all his heart and mind. Hmm? But when you fast, here's what, what is going to happen now. Number 8. When you fast, your enemies will dig their own graves, set up their own gallows, and prepare all of that for you. Not knowing that the demise that they plan, the demise that they're planning, is really theirs. When you fast, things can turn around. <laughs> Listen to what I find here. From verses 9 to 10. Listen. Then Harbona, one of the eunuchs attending the king, said, A pole reaching to a height of 50 cubits stands by Haman's house. He had it set up for Mordecai, who spoke up to help the king, who foiled the plot. Then <laughs> the king said, Impale him on it. So they impaled Haman on the pole he had set up for Mordecai. Then the king's fury, the king's anger subsided in chapter 7, verses 9 to 10. You see, they will think that they are getting rid of you, your enemies. Yes, but only with thine eyes shall you behold and see the reward of the wicked. That's what I find in Psalm 91, verse 8. Don't you know? That they that trust in the Lord shall be as Mount Zion, which cannot be removed but abides forever. Yes, I am quoting Psalm 125 verse 1. Do you have any enemies around you right now? Is it a visible enemy? Is it an invisible enemy? Well, let me tell you this. When you fast, God will dispatch them. The traps they set for you, they will fall in it. And I'm reminded of a quote from... Bob Marley, one of those songs, he said, And whosoever diggeth a pit shall fall in it. Number nine, when you fast, you learn the proper 
meaning, the real meaning of correct timing, proper timing. When you fast, you learn the real meaning of proper timing. So watch this now. The right thing done at the right time can be just as devastating as the right thing done at the wrong time. And there is never a right time to do a wrong thing. Think about that. You see, so the king and Amon, they had gone to Esther's banquet. And as they were drinking wine on the second day, the king again asked Esther and Esther revealed what she wanted. She revealed that she said, if I have found favor on you, in you, and if it pleases you, grant me my life. This is my petition. And spare my people. This is the request. This is the request that she had made that it resulted in the demise of Haman. So number 10. When you fast, you will get the answer that results in victory. When you fast, you will get the correct answer. You will get the answer that results in victory, not only for you, but for your clan, for your people. In, in chapter 8 of the same book of Esther, verse, verse, verse 7, it says, King Xerxes replied to Queen Esther and to Mordecai, the Jew, because Haman attacked the Jews, I have given the estate <laughs> to Esther, and they have impaled him on the pole. They have hanged him on the gallows. He said, so, Now write another decree in the king's name on behalf of the Jews as seen best to you. And seal it with the king's signet ring. For no document written in the king's name and seal with his ring can be revoked. So not only will he dispatch the enemy, but he will put new laws in places in place to protect you, protect your family, protect your country, to protect your nation. Hallelujah. And now we know that all things work together for good to them that love the Lord, to those who are the call according to, our to his purpose. Romans 8, of course, you know that, verse 28. Hallelujah. You can conquer the evil of today, whatever it is, name it. You can conquer the spirit of wickedness as is typified in Amen. Fasting is the weapon. If you find that you are possessed by this kind of spell, you need to go and get help. Fasting is the key, people of God. Fasting is the key, kingdom citizens. Fast and God will come to your aid. Everybody is focusing on Corona. Corona this, Corona that. Every other word is, word is Corona. And yes, it's good to follow the rule. Keep your distance. Stay away from germs. Wash your hands. Wash your face. Keep your atmosphere clean. Good hygiene. Cleanliness is next to godliness. It's all true. Pray, 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 pray. Pray. Prayer is good. But how about the power boost? Attach fasting to it. Do it for three days. Do it for more. Fast and watch God cause a different kind of rain to fall on the land. Fast 
and watch the disease called corona or whatever causes that manifestation. Fast and watch the enemy fall. Fast and watch the oceans rejuvenate themselves. Fast and watch the land grow and produce clean air. Fast and pray and watch the Lord deliver you as he has delivered so many times before. And if you have not yet accepted Christ, what we are saying might not make much sense to you, but I challenge you right now. Right where you are, to lift your hands to heaven, open your eyes to the, to the ceiling or the roof or the car or the sky, and say, Lord, nothing is working for me. I see somebody is thinking of committing suicide this morning. Stop, lift up your hand. Say, Lord, nothing is working for me, I'm desperate. I am asking you to come into my heart, come into my mind, into my soul, into my spirit, into my entire sphere of existence. Remove all the garbage, all the clutter. Remove the demons and the evil spirits. Remove the sin and filth from my life. Cleanse me. Come in and live with me. Show me how to be victorious. Save me, O oh God. Because I come to you in the name of your Son, Jesus, who is the Christ. I'm accepting you today. In Jesus' name, Amen. Those of you who are believers, it's time to make your commitment. It's time to serve God and to serve Him in spirit and in truth. It's time to stop playing church. It's time to start being of a church. It's time. It's time. It is time. It's time. Well, thank you. We just thank God for allowing Dr. Floyd this morning to bring the word, the powerful word of God. And uh, yes, as we know, the blood of Christ is what overshadows us, is what surrounds us, and so we are protected. So continue in praying, up the power with fasting, and we know that deliverance will come. Just reminding you that we also have broadcasts um, on Tuesdays at 7.30. You can join in just to hear the word, pray along with us, and worship along with us um, on Tuesday evenings at 7.30. And our prayer is that we will soon be able to meet again and assemble at our building um, in Oakland Park. But um, until that time, we'll be here every Sunday at 11 o'clock. Please share this with as many people as possible. On our Facebook that you're watching on Facebook, you also find our website and our email in case you want to email a prayer request. And we will definitely be reading those emails, taking your prayer requests. Um, some people have been asking again about donations. There's a donate button on our website as well that you can donate to the ministry. Okay, we are not giving up so we encourage you trust in God don't give up okay we're here for you but even more so God is here for you have an awesome week amen